0: You're listening to the Fit Mind, Fit Body podcast, where we explore the connection between exercise and positive mental health. And our big mission, is to help 10,000 women develop fitter minds and bodies in the next two years. I'm your host, Michelle Frost. Let's get moving. Welcome to episode 11 of the Fit Mind, Fit Body podcast. Today we talk to Darren Manson where he shares some of his running journey including one of his favorite sayings, when the going gets tough, smile. Enjoy. What I would like to do today is introduce a new friend of mine, someone who I'm literally just met today. This is Darren Manson. He lives in Queensland. We'll find out more about where and all of that but literally anyone listening to this podcast is going to learn things about Darren that I don't know because I'll be learning them today for the first time also so it's going to be a really fun interview and I am looking forward to getting to know you more Darren so welcome aboard
1: Oh, thank you. And thank you for having me, Michelle. It's nice to meet you virtually. And I think we were saying just quickly offline is that the virtual world is is our new world of everything that we do. So we now interact with people in a whole nother way. So thank you for having me on.
0: It is my pleasure. Um, I'm actually, as I said, really excited to get to know a little bit about you and especially your running story. But before we move into running, tell us where do you live? What do you do? Give us a bit of background.
1: Sure. So I live in Brisbane. I live in um, I'm blessed actually for a for a runner I live 800 meters from the river so I can just uh, over in Milton direction so I run straight down to the river um, and a couple of kilometers behind me is Mount Cutha. so the one I took up trail running then obviously I run behind me um, and I've taken up cycling recently so I have, I'm blessed to be in a, in a great location where it's all literally I, I run out my front door and I'm away. Um, awesome. But dur- during the day, I have a, a day-to-day office job. So I, I manage a complaints team for, a, for an organisation. So um, um, I guess high stress um, kind of role. We, we're dealing with lots of different things on a day-to-day basis. Um, but office bound, so I am, I am in an office job. So um, obviously running outside of ours is important.
0: Mm. Um, so <laughs> the first thing I thought of when you said that was, um, wow, that uh, just dealing with other people's stress really, like dealing with complaints, that in itself must me make your getting outside and and getting running a real benefit. Like it's a real stress relief because if you're taking on all that stuff all of the time, having that oh, opportunity, I, I, yeah.
1: absolutely. And I. In a previous career, I was in a policing role for 15 years, but at the same time, we used to climb mountains. And I think it's it's so important that um, I guess for people, and it doesn't matter. You know, we all have stress. It doesn't matter what you do for a living. We, you know, the nature of what we do, there's a stress of some description. Um, But it's important to have that outlet. For me, back in the, you know, in the 90s, it was climbing mountains in the Himalayas where you could actually disconnect. I know it's different now, where you can basically, you know, Wi-Fi all the way to base camp, but um, back in the mid-90s, you know, once you got on the plane in Brisbane, you were disconnected from, from the world. You could send a postcard and that was it. So I think our ability back then to disconnect was was part of, of why we used to go on adventures was because you could disconnect. And I think now, for me, running fills that void because you are essentially disconnected. And, and, I, and when I say not disconnected from people, but disconnected from social media and those other things which I think trigger us.
0: Yeah, that's a really good point. I, I live in Tasmania. I'm not even sure if you oh. know that. So um, we still have plenty of places. We can go hiking and bushwalking or, uh, and be disconnected. And I, I do tend to do that quite regularly. So I understand that. I did not realize, though, that um, you could be connected. Uh, Now up in the Himalaya, that's interesting.
1: One of my first, um, I'll call it overseas because we crossed the uh, Tasman, but was into Tasmania. So I've trekked all through Cradle Mountain, the Western Arthurs, Eastern Arthurs, Federation Peak, um, the Overland Track, you know, so... Um, stunning and I think of of the places I've been blessed to climb the Himalayas and New Zealand Tasmania is my favourite spot in the world it's just stunning so and rugged you know it's beautiful yeah it is
0: rugged I mean we could probably change this podcast just to a one about bushwalking actually because it's one of my passions as well Uh, but tied into that that's which is an interesting thought a lot of my friends, and even me to an extent, I'm getting more into it, is a lot of trail running. And even here, they were yes. doing ultras up. So the overland track, for example, is an ultra run. So have you explored that element of your running? Do you? Uh,
1: yes. So for me, uh, quick background, I climbed mountains during the um, 90s and 1999 was, was my last expedition. Um, and then I went on and um, got married, then divorced um but had two kids along the way and literally for I'd say 17 odd years I did nothing I was a parent and I run around after kids but I actually did no exercise and my friends and family still look at me and go you run you hate running and and as I said from a policing background my friends used to laugh if someone used to run away I'd go oh I used to detest (laughs) running I literally hated running but um so I, I did recently find the trails and I love them even more than my road running, but it was uh, doing a walk over Mount Coother one day. And I, um, um. Uh, I, as I said, I, I had done nothing for 17, 18 years. And then I, I went for a walk up Mount Coother and, and literally I, I sat down I said to a friend, you know what, I, I think I might actually have to call an ambulance because I, I literally thought I was going to have a stroke. And I went, wow. and I got through that episode and then I got back down and went, how embarrassing. And I said, so it, it's time to change something. And uh, I needed to get, firstly, my physical health. I, I needed to, you know, flush 18 years of, of bad diet and not that I'm overweight, I'm, I'm underweight if anything. Um, but obviously you can still be underweight and have a bad, you know, choice of diet. And so I went, I need to actually get some, uh, some, some proper blood pumping through my heart. And I went of all the things i've heard probably uh heard and seen is that running is one of those best things for you and as much as i detested running i went put myself through a process of um starting to run and i literally cried every other day but it was the you know they say the run from light pole to light pole that was me i would jog from the light pole i would get to that i'd gasp for air and i'd walk to the next one then i'd jog again and I did that for six months and it was, wow. it was such a hard thing to do, but I knew the goal I wanted to achieve, but I only wanted to be able to run five Ks. Um, so that was the only, only reason I did it. Uh, and then obviously I, I built, um, a much better running career very quickly on top of that.
0: So how long ago was it that you started this, you know, running from lamp pole to lamp pole?
1: So July, 2017, um, uh, was the first time I, I actually strapped on a pair of running shoes and went for a run. Um, and I said, it was then I joined um, my local um, in training club. And that was probably around mm, February of 2018. Um, and I only went there because I saw a thing about how to learn how to run better. And I went, well, if I'm going to be a runner, I should actually learn how to run properly. Um, Cause I've only been dragging myself around the block for six months. Um, so I joined a program and then it was a, um, a marathon school program. And I went, well, I'm not here to run a marathon. I just want to learn how to run better. But and I think we'll get into it. And I listened to your um, podcast with Scott, and it's yeah. you know you talk about that the, the other the running with people and running within a community, and um, that is such a powerful thing. And so when I started, I was six months I run by myself, and I hadn't run more than probably six and a half k's, um, and then so that was over a period of six or seven months. And then from February until uh, about second of July, first of July I think it was, so less than six months, about five month period, you know I went from running you know, 7Ks consistently too. I, I run my first marathon, the Gold Coast Marathon in 2018. Wow. That's amazing. Uh, and, and I remember standing on the start line going, wow, well, that escalated quickly. You know, I just, all I wanted <laughs> what, to do what was kind of, <laughs> well, was run a little bit better. But um, running with other people um, and running through a program, mm-hmm. um, all of a sudden, this, this these other people had a belief in me that you could do more than you could do yourself. And I found that, it was so powerfully running with people who supported you Um, and and they might be a slower runner, a shorter runner, a longer runner. Um, But I found it's such a, it's such a supportive community that didn't, doesn't matter what pace you run at, what distance you run at, they clap and cheer and and the elites in our running club clap and cheer as much as the people who run at the back of the pack or walk at the back of the pack. Um, And that support all of a sudden you go, wow, I, you know, without that, I couldn't have, I didn't get myself there in six or seven months by myself within five months i managed to run a marathon um, it was extraordinary but it was that connecting with people that that made running so much more for me
0: that's a great story i love that yeah. and you <laughs> that that um the running club that uh they're just a local club in near where you live is that
1: yeah so they were the local running club in training mm-hmm. and i used to see when i was out running of a, of a morning and night i'd see these people from in training and go look at these idiots it's cold it's dark it's raining and you're out running like I I'm kind of doing it for my for my fitness but these people are all you know and I was I had these tears of pain and and these people all seem to be laughing and smiling and joking and running along and I went you're all weird you know um and then all of a sudden you know I was someone just by chance um, said I have got this floor in the mail I went, I've seen those people running and then um as I said it was just an amazing experience to be to be part of a running community so i was part of a climbing community you know back in the 90s yeah. and um same kind of thing they they believe that you know people see that you can do more and, and hence i was i climbed some mountains in the himalayas with a group of people who see that potential and running was the same and so i i followed the program to a t and um you know as i said i remember coming in on my long runs on the sundays getting longer and longer can i really run a marathon in five months and four months and three months and yeah. you know the coaches and other people going you'll be fine just keep you know, follow the program and, and all of a sudden, yeah, you, you find yourself and, and running across and, and it doesn't have to be a marathon. I know people have different goals. Um, you know, it might just be to go out and run a park run five K's It might be to run mm-hmm. a five ten. and everyone has different goals for me. I walked out without a goal, but um, as I said, I very quickly decided, okay, I am going to run this marathon, but it is a, it's an amazing benchmark to say of, of run a marathon. You know, it's, um, um, and yes, it's a long way and yes, it, yes, it's hard work, but uh, it's like anything in life just setting that goal and going you know what doesn't matter what comes up and working those incremental day by day week by week and you know it was hard along the way it was, it was some days it was miserable you know I remember yeah. you know some days I'd get home and I'd get my running shoes out and I'd put them on and then I'd take them off and I go you know what I just can't do another run and then you go you know what slap yourself around put them on and then by the time you're down the road and the kind of the actual joy of running kicks in Mm. um away you go again. you know so it's it's a fascinating sport
0: so on those on those days when it's like you know it's not nice outside and it would be nicer to stay in or all sorts of other what is the what are the things that get you out what what makes you open the door Um, put the shoes on and head out
1: for me it'll be for me it's that sense of guilt i'll have later it's like mourning the loss of time because i'll go you know what if i don't go out for up even just do a half hour run or don't or I do an hour or two hours um, um I know later I'll be sitting on the lounge and I'll be going, you know what? Half an hour has passed. You could have gone and done 30 minutes. An hour has passed. You could have run an hour. You could have done more and go, what have, what have I done with my time? So it's, it's a it, running has been a very good um, tool for me, I guess, to, to sense what are you doing with your day? You know, what else could you do with your day? Um, and for me, doing nothing for 17 years, 18 years, and then all of a sudden be able to run marathons, you kind of go, well, what was I doing with my time beforehand? Yes, I was busy, but we're all busy. We all have busy lives and it's going, and it's that time between when we think we're busy and you go, well, what can I squeeze into my day? So I managed to squeeze in a marathon program and you go, so um, I think the accountability knowing I'd be, I'd rack myself with guilt later. I'd strap the shoes on and go, you know what? And, and some of my fastest times, in fact, my, my 5k PB came from a day where um, I turned up at a park run because someone was running, I think their 150th or 200 park run. So I just lobbed up just to run along with them. And then about halfway through the park run, I went, you know what? I'm, I'm feeling all right. I'm just going to stretch out the last half of this run. And, I've run, and I run my PB. So you go, That's where did awesome. that come from? I didn't turn up all psyched <laughs> to go, this is going to be the day. But just running with people, um, yeah, it's, yeah, I've loved the journey of what I've done, yeah. So
0: when do you think you called yourself a runner? Because it'll still be fresh in oh, your mind. Oh, yeah, great.
1: That great question because I get asked that all the time. I always go, "When is a runner?" Um, yeah, when are you And I was runner? only talking to someone literally about this on the weekend about what is that? What's the definition of a runner? Because um, because for a long time I didn't see myself as a as a runner, mm-hmm. as you say. So, um, I think it's it's um, if you put your pair of shoes on, you go out the door, and you run then you're a runner, but I think people think that unless you've got some milestone behind you, that you're not a runner up until that point. But, you know, I, I I kudos to anyone who's out there and they throw their shoes on, they're out on the river. You know, I'm always the first to give them a nod or a, you know, a kind of nod of encouragement or it doesn't matter what pace they're running, what they're doing. But, um, I I think it's more important to go, you need to see yourself as a runner, you know, and and I think um, I struggled initially because I was doing it for, I didn't see myself as a runner. I was just doing it to to get, you know, some fresh blood through my heart. So I was doing it for a different reason, but um, yeah, I I think it's a belief. It's not a distance. It's not a pace. It's not a speed. It's nothing like that. It's, you know, if you're going out there and you're putting your shoes on, kudos to you. You're a runner.
0: You're a runner. (laughs) Guess what, Darren, you're a runner. (laughs) (laughs) So the people that you um, joined this marathon training with, are they the same people that you run with now?
1: Yeah, so I'm fortunate that um, in training, uh, you know, I think one of Australia's biggest social running clubs. Um, um, So um, most of my people are there. And then from there, you you start associations. I'm also on the committee for for training and on the Brisbane Roadrunners. Um, yeah. club which is another club here in Brisbane where we all meet once a fortnight and go running but uh-huh. um, from those kind of formal programs you then meet people who do the same thing you do
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and you meet a whole range of people so we have you know um, you know people that are just outside of, of the formal kind of process just go for their runs and jogs and, yeah. and we all run together um, doesn't matter what club we're from we, we meet and run and I'm not running, I, I currently have a broken ankle, so I've, I've just started getting myself back into running. But, um, 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 yeah, it's it's extraordinary that those people I, I met day one are still the people I, you know, I still run with and and, and call friends now, which is mm-hmm. the better part of it. It's a community, and I think, for me, um, I, you know, I broke my ankle doing a trail run, and I'll get back to trail running shortly. I know you asked me before, but... Um, um i broke my i broke my ankle on a trail race and so and ruptured two ligaments so i've been out of running for about 10 weeks and only last weekend i um uh tied the laces up for the first time and i'm doing like four lots of three minutes you know down by the river um but um yes i'm just getting myself back but that that having that community around for that 10 10 plus weeks that I, i sat there doing nothing they were still reaching out sending me messages you know still being supportive um so I wasn't sitting at home isolated for, for 10 weeks. I was still mm-hmm. felt part of that community. People were still reaching out and making sure I was okay and getting me to come along to events just to connect with the, the rest of the group. So um, you know,
0: always volunteer. Can't you? <laughs> Whether There's it's, it's lots uh, of volunteering
1: you can do to stay part of the community. Correct. I, I've got a, a friend and um um, she does volunteering all over the place. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, so there's some fascinating volunteers who, who have a, a, an amazing presence in a lot of events but, mm-hmm. um, you know, may not do them themselves. So God bless all our volunteers who make it possible. Um,
0: totally. Uh, what, that actually led me into something that I often talk about because it it was something that really hit me years ago when I was travelling and couldn't run very much. I realised that I had so much of my identity attached to being a runner. And so it's kind of the opposite of asking, when are you a runner? <laughs> it's kind of the, like when you've been running for years and then you can't yes. for some reason, all sorts of things happen. Is there a danger, do you think, in us attaching too much of our identity and who we are in something that could be taken away through all kinds oh, of things, uh, from accidents to illness yeah. to whatever?
1: Uh, agreed. Um, I think we probably... I think that's in a lot of things we have, yeah. um, whether it's your employment, your family, you, you, you are identified by that. And when that's no longer there for whatever reasons, um, yeah, that creates mental health issues. So, and, and running, I think is another form of that where you become so um, tight within the community. And then if you can't do it for some reason, yeah. So you're right. I, my friends, they, um, it doesn't matter what part of the planet they travel to, they, they, um, they've got their running shoes and their running kit, yeah. you know what I mean? So they, they can go running anywhere. They'll do a park run or, you know, i got friends who've done marathons in Antarctica and all kinds of weird places. So um, you're right. It does, it does form part of that identity, but I think it's also such a great, um, it's such a great thing to be part of that, to have that identity. So for me going through this, just this 10 weeks myself, had I not been part of a club, then I would have been sitting at home isolated for 10 weeks and, mm-hmm. um, So there's good and bad like everything it's good and bad and having that identity um and it's how you manage that i guess and the support you have around you in that process yeah
0: i think there is some some discussion i've had around whether we should attach a major part of our identity to things that you know i'm a positive person (laughs) you know things that aren't (laughs) as easily withdrawn from you like that are not related to a physical thing i guess or you know like as you said a job marriage kids all that kind of stuff that all can change in a blink so it's it's quite an interesting concept so um yeah anyway just it's always one that it, that i wonder about after my own uh, experiences when i couldn't run for a little while and, and how i felt about that and i just oh, miserable, I, I, miserable most I, I, of the time
1: so i, thought, well, I
0: uh, uh, change that and
1: <laughs> i i think they talk about post run you know the amount of people that you know i know for me when i i, I completed my first marathon you know you kind of go Oh thank God that's over! You know it's done. I'm never going to do that again. And they talk about those post-marathon blues, and you kind of go, "Nah, you know I'm okay." And then before you know it, you you know you're back into what's the next race? What am I going to do? Mm-hmm. You know you very you very quickly forget the pain of of all of that, and um, you know away you go again. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I actually have a an interesting thing that goes on after I've done a marathon. In my brain, it's like, I've got to savour this moment. You know, I've done all of this training and I've got here and I've completed, I've crossed the line, I've got my medal. Uh, yes. And it's it's kind of like savouring that, knowing that it's not, because I've done a, f- a few now, and, and knowing it's not going to last. It's kind of like wanting to hold on to that post-race uh, oh. euphoria, euphoria, maybe you call it. Correct.
1: Uh, like- agreed. <laughs> and I think there's a classic meme around, um, you know, something along the lines of, you know, Head, you know, if someone's run a marathon, I oh, don't worry. They'll tell you, you know, it's, you know, it's, but it is it's clinging to that 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 sense of it's a massive achievement, um, and um, yeah, and it's something you know you should be proud of, and and save it for as long as possible. You know, I I was fortunate last year, I know mean, not last year now, 2019. Uh, I hadn't planned on on running a marathon at all. I'd only run four long runs, I think, between 20 and 26 k's all year. And I was in bed sick one Sunday night. My mate, Michael, rang me up and said, oh, Brisbane Marathon's on next weekend. We should go run it. And I went, Michael, I haven't run it all this year. I've run half of what I did the year previously to run my first marathon. Wow. Um, and I said, I've been in bed sick for three days with the flu. There's no way I'm running a marathon next Sunday. And he's like, no, we won't get to run one. So as it turns out, I hung up the phone. I found a late entry. And, and the following Sunday, I went on the Brisbane Marathon with him. Um which is which is significantly steeper and harder than the um the gold coast marathon Mm -hmm. and i run it um a minute faster than than my year previously when i had run literally twice as much leading up to that event wow and and i think mentally you know i turned up with no expectations. No, uh, no expectations, I was just going to run with my friends or all run the Brisbane Marathon, I turned up mm-hmm. just to run along with them and go on and go, let's see how we can go um, and then you run it a minute faster than Gold Coast Marathon where I did train I did put all my effort into it the year yeah. previously and you go, what's with that and then off the back of that, you know, we joke, well if I get to a Brisbane Marathon cold um, then I run the, the Gold Coast Marathon in a month's time, which I did and I run it six minutes faster than the year before. Oh, um, I'm on fire and- Darren <laughs> And then, then we laughed again. I went, well, I might as well go do the Sun, Sunny Coast Marathon and make it three for three. Um, I went up there and I, I had a sore hip, and, and I remember my my coach, Stephen Margo, pulling me aside and going, you know, Darren, you cannot run. You got, you know, you got an injury. What are you doing here today? And I said, look, it's I'll just run and see how I go, you know. Um, so we come to an agreement that I'd run, and and if it all went bad, I'd just pull out. Um, end up running, you know, my fast, I'm still, a, I'm still a plus four hour marathoner, but um, you know, I, I took another 20 minutes off my marathon time and, wow. but just that, that, and then, then four weeks later, I went running my first 50. Um, so it was, a, it was a little period where all of a sudden I are running four marathons with no intent of running a marathon, but I, I did have a good base of fitness, but it's the people you run with those people that that belief of those people around you is just, um, it's extraordinary to go, you know, they run with you. And so we run as a group. Um, Michael and I run together in Brisbane. Then down the Gold Coast, I run with, um, you know, a couple of friends as well. And we run most of the, the course together. Um, yeah. And yeah, I so said, literally running, they, the, the, the people around you, they make you believe that you can do more than, than you believe yourself. Um, so it's been great for that.
0: So it sounds like when you go to the start line of a marathon, you actually go with um, friends training yes, partners or yes. whatever and you actually run the race with them as well do you guys stay together is that what you're saying
1: yeah so the uh, That's interesting. Uh, so i mean in training is a big running club so we had you know more than 100 people so you know mm-hmm. most of the people on the start line but ultimately there's a you know a core group that that so brisbane i, I run just with my mate uh, michael and we run one-on-one together till about 32 k's and then off he off he went he, he promised me he'd run 32 k's with me as soon <laughs> as he talked me into it um <laughs> Uh, and then Gold Coast, a group of us there, against started um, that we agreed to. And then uh, over the course of the race, you know, you've all got, you
0: yeah, know, different reason. things you want to yeah. achieve
1: or different paces you set. Mm-hmm. So we we went on our merry way. Um, and then in Sunny Coast, my mate and I run, you know, most of the, of the probably the first 20Ks together. And then we kind of separated and um, and we run our own race. Um, probably the, the fourth race of, of 2019, uh, my 50K was the only time I turned up and I didn't know anyone. I run on my own. Um, yeah. But it, it, and as much as running, you are running around people, you are still running within your head. So you, it's still a, yeah, a mind game true. to keep putting one foot. Um, and it is that time out that, you know, I enjoy, um, I guess, being an introvert that I can, I can have a sport where I can be in my own head. I can do yeah. my own things, um, but I am surrounded by people. And oftentimes you are running with them and you chat and talk the whole way, or you can go, you know what, I'm just going to, put my head down and and go for a bit and no one kind of questions either way you Mm. know it's it's a and I know when I was listening to to Scott he was talking about um you know the conversations you have and Mm -hmm. you know I know more about people's you know um toilet functions their dietary functions (laughs) than I ever than I ever wish to know in my life but they're the conversations you have with people and you go no one else outside (laughs) of this community would, would go what are you talking about but they're things that you get as a runner but it does create a a deeper sense of connection, mm. um, of knowing people beyond, you know, just, just the face value or the Facebook kind of, you know, friendships that we, we probably more, um, have these days than the deep friendship. Mm. So running has created much deeper bonds with people than anything else I've done. And I, I got that from climbing, I guess, when you're, when you're kind of really at an extreme, you know, people kind of open up and talk more. So I find running the same.
0: Mm. That's interesting. That's, um, I'm not sure if I spoke about that in Scots, but, Uh, that the studies do show that that that's actually a fact especially for men but i believe for women too because it's not so confrontational than sitting even just having a coffee together where you're eye to eye when you're running you kind of you're looking away from each other and i find um, sometimes you even overshare (laughs) things
1: Yeah. You need to. Oh, it's that. a sport of oversharing. There's oh my no gosh! I yeah, yeah.
0: probably didn't need to say that.
1: <laughs> yeah, it is. And I think you're probably right. It's you. You know, you wouldn't have that conversation down at the coffee shop. You know, looking oh, someone that. in the eye and talking about these kind of things. And well, I mean not in the first season when you're more comfortable, I guess, but you do, you, I guess you've got, you know, your hat on your sunnies on your kind of a runner now, I'm just running along, you're chatting yeah. to another runner beside you, I guess. And, yeah. um, but it is that common that, that sense of, you know, um, um, how do you deal with these things? You know, and, and I think a lot of people in marathon runners, you know, one of the big things is, how do you go to the toilet when you're running for 42 yeah. kilometres and you've got for you know, you know, somewhere between two and a half and five or six hours, whatever people might take to finish the event, you know? Yeah. Um, and they're legitimate questions. You know, yeah. how does all this stuff play out? So for new runners, um, there is a lot they need to know. So, and it's running through those intimate details. You go, well, this is how you actually get yourself. And for me, you know, getting to the trails for the first time, well, what does that mean to be a trail run and what's the additional equipment? You know, you, Oh, I think you know don't ever be fooled you know um, people listening that you know running is just a set of running shoes. It can be um, but 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 you know when, when you get immersed into running you go, maybe i'll I'll, or maybe just start park run but you start going mm-hmm. through you know maybe i need a bit better pair of shoes which i certainly encourage to, to have the right pair of footwear so you don't okay. hurt yourself you know yep. um following a program so you don't hurt yourself by overtraining training mm-hmm. or expecting to do too much too soon Um. so there's lots we can impart as other runners to each other you know to, to help everyone on their journey and and I think that's why I was encouraged by doing this. If I could help in some little way to inspire someone to kind of, you know, what is that? Set a little gold, you know, have some good shoes, have a good support group yeah. around you, follow a program, you know, go and do some races, start with park run, but 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 go and do a big race. You know, there's nothing like turning up from the start line with thousands of other people. Um, it, it's just incredible. You know, I love it. You know, and, and it, then trail running is just created a whole new sense of, of a whole new, you so know, how, how me, did
0: you do, how did you move from, from road running or move, but how did you transition into some trail
1: running as well? Um, so I guess oh, it was um, t- 2019, coming off, I was obviously coming off four um, road marathons. Mm. I went, okay, well, what's next? I'm very fit at the moment, and so what is next? And then the uh, up here we have a, a, a series called the Southeast Queensland Trail Series, which is eight mm-hmm. trail races around kind of Gold Coast hinterland, Sunshine Coast hinterland, and Brisbane. Um, so I thought, well, that's a nice way because I wouldn't go and do those things on my own. I wouldn't just mm. go down to the Gold Coast hinterland and run through the mountains on my own. So mm. I thought, well, what a great opportunity to see some of the countryside um, and, and and be with people that I know. So um, I joined that series um, and just absolutely fell in love. And and I guess being a previous bushwalker and mountain climber, it brought all those things back of being connected with the outdoors mm. mm-hmm. in, in another format with, with running. Um, and, and, I, and, and I go... 10 years or actually it was more. It was probably, you know, 13, 14 years where I was seriously climbing. I go, I never thought to, to take my boots off and, and run the trail instead of climbing, you know, mm-hmm. instead of trekking it. You know, it, it was never a conscious thought. And likewise, I was running and I never thought to take my shoes off and go for a run in, the, in where I used to bushwalk. So it just all of a sudden dawned on me well, I was running in the trails through here going, wow, this is a, this is everything that I used to feel being a climber. And, mm-hmm. um, and, and I think it's an even, in, the... the for me the trail running community is even a closer knit and a kind of tighter group of runners than, than the road running and mm-hmm. you know it doesn't matter what happens and i know when I broke my ankle you know every person that went past can i stop can i help you down the hill can i do that what can i do you know and i'm sure road running would be but often in road running if you fall over a heap in the side they'll keep running past you type thing yeah. so um where the trails was totally different kind of mindset um uh, and often they're the same people but i think there's a different expectation in those events mm-hmm. and um um, so I was supposed to run a couple of big events. So I, I was disheartened. I was supposed to run Ultra Trail Australia this year down in the Blue Mountains. I didn't get to run it because I was... I have some friends who've sleep. just done
0: that. In fact, uh, I was it, yacht sitting while
1: they were up there. Wow, <laughs> nice. It's. It looked amazing. It was brutal conditions. Um, yeah. uh, I was disappointed I didn't get to run it. Um, so I've had to um, put my running goals on hold and sell my uh, tickets for my big 50K events this year. And um, But... Um, I'm I'm glad to be back out on the on the path, and you know, um, you know, and it's great to be back out running, running past people you're familiar with, and hey, you know, good to see you back out running. It's fantastic.
0: So the uh, the difference between road running and trail, I often think about that because I think I prefer trail. I've done more road running, like certainly racing. Yes. And I think maybe it's even that um, the element of competition. It's a different beast completely in a trail run. Um, apart from the you know the elite elites who really are there to for yes. a job to you know be in the top 10 or whatever everyone else is there probably like your um climbing in the himalayas and things it's there as it's an experience it's really not so much about the competition The and in fact if you're competing it might be only because you did it last year and you want to see if you can do a better time for yourself yes. than you did you know the year before it's not yeah, it's just, and we're all out there together. And often, as you said, when you fell, um, it, it's a lot harder for people to get to your officials, for example, to be able to help you out as well. So there's yes. that element of we're all out there and we need each other. It's kind of like if something oh, goes wrong, then um, we're to- all totally, for each other. Totally
1: agree, yeah. It is different. And it's, um, until you've experienced, as you say, mm-hmm um to kind of put a a line in the sand between the two and you know i i know in my little local running clubs and in our trial runs here we all look after each other but it is you know if you suddenly limp or you fall over or you're in a heap you know the gold coast marathon particularly you know the ambulance was chasing people all day long falling in a heap and and some people would stop and but but ultimately people just head down and keep on their own run um but um and I guess to me, it's like climbing, you know, you look at the, the incidents that happen on the big mountains, you know, you're only looking after themselves ultimately. You're all there as a group, but ultimately mm. when it comes down to it, you've got to get yourself in and out of these things. Um, but trial running does take that extra, um, you're right, the elites will do what they need to do, but the rest of us, if you need to stop and help someone, or you need to, you know, stop and walk, or you, you know, take a photo, it is a different, you know, I think for trial running, it's about just completing it and being out there, as you say, the experience where road running is more about, okay, I I need to actually just complete this in the fastest time as possible. There is a different, there is a different mindset Mm. going into that. Um, And and yes, this year, you know, going back on for my second year in some of those events, you do kind of go, well, I'd like to do a little bit better than I did last year, but, but ultimately it's, it's about everyone that comes together and just enjoying the the trails and the outdoors. So, yeah, I've really enjoyed, you know, not a transition, but running, running both and seeing, Mm. you know, different sides of running.
0: Mm. Yeah. So, when you when you go out training, you it sounds like you train near the river where you yes. live, and a little bit in the trails um, also near. So you mix Correct. it up a bit, I guess. Yeah, well,
1: absolutely. So. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And I found on my. I was a better road runner for getting some trail running in. Yeah, you know, the trails definitely make you stronger. You know, running up hills and 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 watching, being more mindful of your, more your steps and that kind <laughs> of stuff. Absolutely, you gotta you gotta think about it a lot more. Every, every step you take in the trails. Um, so I found, you know, I definitely become a stronger road runner um, because of it. Um, but yeah, both I, I enjoyed the, the you know the mix of them being out and the opportunity to mix them up too.
0: So um, I'll. T- well, if someone's listening to this and they're kind of new to running, uh, what I'm hearing is that when you're when you're fit and you're not recovering so much, um, you're pretty consistent. Like, you're how many days a week would you be getting out doing your training when you don't have an injury to overcome?
1: Um, so I would kind of be in that. Um... I went through a period in 2020 and COVID I bought a bike and spent a lot of time cycling rather than running, but I'd be out every other day. So it'd be at least every second day I'd be out doing a run, you know? Um, And if I'm, I'm doing a training program in that kind of four to five days a week, you know, leading into an event, but. um, is that
0: often with other people or a mix by yourself and with other people, just depending on where you are? uh,
1: Yeah, it's a mix. Um, I got a mate, we started trail running together this year doing some training. So we would meet you know, one-on-one or and a couple other people up, up on Couth and run around Couth or with our, you know, with our training, our formal training sessions, we, we'd run as a group. So that might be, you know, two or three nights a week um, with 20, 30, you know, other people. Um, but there is also the opportunity when, you know, like this afternoon, I'll just finish work. Uh, I'm working from home today. So I'll be ready at five o'clock. I'll have my runners on mm-hmm. and I'll just go down and hit the river and, and just, you know, do, do my little session by myself. And, but yeah. if I wasn't injured, I would, you know ultimately, you know, if I wasn't doing a formal session, I'd be quite happy just to go and you know, run five or ten or whatever 20 K's around the river by myself. But there is other people there, there's always runners there, and you often, yeah. you know, when you're running in your own community, you know, most of the people anyway, or they're familiar, so you give each other a nod or hey, you know, quick mm-hmm. chat, or you know, you know, and there's nothing like seeing someone else. To, help lift your form and, you know, yeah. pick up your pace and you kind of go, oh, <laughs> hang on, I need I need to look like I am a runner again rather than slouching along here." So it's good for your motivation.
0: And, yeah, I definitely feel that in Tasmania. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Luckily, pretty much know, well, yeah, most yeah. of the people, there's not that many people that we don't know, which is kind of, which is cool. Anyway, uh, yeah. when you're running, if you're running by yourself, do you listen to things sometimes or do you just have your thoughts to occupying yeah
1: um good question because i've i've been through both where when i first started running um i was just running by myself and then i go, okay i need something else to push me along so i, I got some music um and then I, I would listen to music and oftentimes if my music failed then i would kind of go okay my runs all gone bad and i just walk home um <laughs> but um because i needed that extra kind of push to, to kind of get yeah. me into the rhythm mm-hmm. and and then i went through a period where um i went you know what i'm enjoying the running i actually enjoy mm-hmm. the serenity of just out there in my own thoughts um and and so i've gone through phases where i don't use and at the moment for the last at least the last 12 18 months i don't have music when i run now i just enjoy um, especially in the trails I, I i never listen to music i have headphones in the trails because mm-hmm. you, you need to be uh, on your game mm-hmm. listening for other people but um, um running along the river I've gone back to just being in my own head, you know, in my own thoughts with no other external, you know, noise other than just people and and watching the world go by. Um, And I've enjoyed that, you know, um, just as much uh, as just, you know, taking in all the sights and the surrounds of other people. Um, Being the opportunity then to hear people coming up beside you and have a chat with someone rather than just being disconnected in my set of headphones where I'm I'm oblivious. So it doesn't matter who they are. If someone suddenly, you know, you come across someone or run, you know, you're happy to kind of, know give them a shout out or you know good run good pace good chat you know and and kind of be more present Mm -hmm. with the other runners on the track rather than just in my own little world so i mean i'm enjoying that side of it more
0: interesting so without needing to reveal (laughs) what sort of things do you think about like so when you're when there's no other runners around that you're interacting with yes or whatever what kind of like do you use it as a time to nut out things that are going on is it? Uh, like for me, because I'm like an entrepreneur, I often find that if I've got a little thing that I need to, I haven't been able to quite work out. If I go for a run, suddenly the idea will come. I can't always guarantee because of the amount of oxygen that I don't have in my brain, that'll be a good idea when I'm not running, but while I'm running, it seems like a great idea. (laughs) So what kind of, yeah.
1: Um, I, I guess you're right. Sometimes you're going, I wasn't planning on thinking anything. And then you are, Mm -hmm. Um, sometimes it's a matter of um, for me starting back. I'm, I'm very mindful of um, like for me at the moment is watching my step, watch my pace, who's coming mm-hmm. towards me, make sure I'm not going to run into anyone. I'm not yeah. going to put in a situation where I'm going to mm-hmm. roll, roll my ankle. Um, so I'm hyper aware at the moment of my running form, my technique, who else is on the track, where am I going? Um, mm-hmm. So at the moment, I'm very present with my running form. Um, yeah. and, and on the days where I, I might be increasing distance or pace, then it's very focused on um, my technique, you know, keeping myself upright, keep my breathing, keeping control of, of just my running, um, which lets me, if, if I'm thinking about that, it, it lets me think about nothing else. And so it is very, it's very peaceful running like that where I'm just yeah. concentrating on form and bring on my breathing it's, yeah. it's and I've, I've, I've been in a flow state a couple of times and I've heard people talk about it and it doesn't happen often, but when you're in that state, it's just extraordinary and I love it. Um, but um, where you totally have that out-of-body experience. I've had that a couple of times and I've heard people and I go, mm, it doesn't happen um, until I've been in it. And, and you're literally looking at yourself running and you go, well, oh, it's bizarre, but it, it doesn't often happen like that, but it has happened a couple of times. It's extraordinary where you're just so in tune with what, with, with the whole world and what's going on. But um, oftentimes if, if you're running with other people, you're kind of lost in their conversation. So you're lost in, your nutrition, your diet, what's happening yeah. to the kids, you know, so you're literally just lost in the conversation. But when I'm running by myself, you know, um, you're right, it'll be kind of, you know, what's gone on today at work. How do I kind of compartmentalise that? So I often try to close things off while I'm in my run. So, um, you know, um, I, I don't want to be having all these kind of external, like, um, ongoing thoughts while i'm running so i do try to use an opportunity while i'm kind of i haven't got radar, i haven't got anything else where i can kind of as you say either thinking through a what do i need to do next with something yeah. or how do i kind of um put something to peace you know you might have had a stressful day and you go okay i need to close the lid what are some of the things i could have done better you think you think better when there's you know you've got nothing else to think about so you go maybe i could have handled that better or differently or done something different Close a chapter on those things that need to be closed, so you can go home and, and have a good night's sleep. You know, mm-hmm. so, um, yeah, and, and sometimes just random stuff when you're in a state, and you know, who knows what pops into your head. You know. But, <laughs> but yeah. I, I
0: mean, I will say, uh, racing or just training, you always, if you feel you know, not so good when you start, you always feel better when you finish. So that I, that's what I've always you,
1: you know, I, I totally agree, and I think your question earlier was what gets you out. Some days when you're having a bad day. And I think knowing that that feeling you'll have at the end of accomplishment and achievement, you kind of know that I'm going to bask in that later and I and I want to be in that state where I go, I've, I've, I've done some good work. And some of my best runs, you know, where you've run faster, longer, have come from those days where you just grind to get out of the house. And then all of a sudden you go, oh, I had a really good run. And then you kind of, you know, you got that sense of patting yourself on the back to go good, good effort. And that helps build resilience for the next time that mm-hmm. comes up and go, you know what? I know the state I'm going to be in later. So let's just get it done. Let's get out the door and, yeah. um, and get it done.
0: So do you do any of those tricks like, um, you know, having your running shoes or whatever out ready, if it's in a morning run that you're going on it it sounds like you do quite a few afternoon runs. You yeah.
1: Run. I run, I used to run more in the morning. Now I run mm-hmm. mainly in the evenings after okay. work, um, But still, yeah, I have my running kit laid out, especially if it's going to be a morning run. Um, I have my shoes, my running kit all ready to go. So there's no excuses. I get up, I put it on before my brain has a chance to kind of think otherwise. Um, Yeah, and before I go to work, if I'm going to run that night, I'll have it laid out on the bed. So when I come home, there's no excuse. I just put my bag down and go, get in a running kit and go. So yeah. you build in that muscle memory and, and your brain memory, I guess, to go, you know what, I'm just going to do it. So I don't have time to think otherwise. So you try to help, you, you know, you're setting yourself up for success by having those little yes. things put in place.
0: Mm, those positive little habit things, which, which um, you mentioned before nutrition. You've actually mentioned it a few times, food and things like that. Even the reason that you started running, you were, we're talking about perhaps the food that you were eating before you started running, wasn't doing you any favors, even though you weren't overweight or anything. Yes. So, what kind of foods are you using now to support your
1: running? Um, well, your life, anyone knows, you. <laughs> anyone that knows my diet. Know it's it's carb heavy. Um, <laughs> so you know I, I have a sweet tooth. I eat a lot of you know pasta, um, mm-hmm. um, a lot of donuts. You know um, I highly recommend donuts as, as a food. Um, <laughs> but I, I think as I think as runners though we. Um, um, you, you do need those carbs and you do need that energy wherever you get that from, whether, you know, um, there's a whole different range of, of diets and ways people get there. But for me, it's, you know, I do spend the last few days living grace, being mindful of, um, you know, I, generally I'll have a, you know, I'm, I'm a meat and salad kind of guy or a pasta and salad and um, it's not the greatest diet, but it is reasonably clean. You know, it's, it's nothing horrendous. I don't overdo the fats. I don't overdo, but, but I do have a sweet tooth, and I admit to that. Um, but, yeah, those couple of days leading, and I do try to, you know, be more conscious of getting more carbs in. Um, I, I do use gels when I run. Um, yeah. You know, I, I do try to, you know, and I think hydration is one of those big things we kind of mm-hmm. lack. So I make sure I'm mm-hmm. not over-drinking just water. I'm making sure I'm balancing my water out with enough salts and that prior to a race so I'm not going to, you know, have any issues during the run. So I am mindful in those days leading up to an event. On the weekend that okay thursday friday I need to be conscious drinking more water um drinking my power aids you know kind of that the friday mm-hmm. saturday leading into an event um and then having gels or and trails um a bit different you can kind of explore a bit more different food because you can kind of stop and chew as you're walking up here yeah. <laughs> you know it's a bit different just running a road race where i'd be traditionally just you know beyond the gels where you know, moving to trails, it'll be more muesli bar type, you know, crackers and chocolate or that kind of thing mm-hmm. where you can kind of, you can actually stop and, die, you know, spend spend you know a few moments uphill where I kind of, you know, people kind of eat something before you, you know, yeah. back into it downhill again. So, yeah. yeah.
0: I like that. Um, so a question that I thought of, I haven't asked anyone before, but I thought this would be quite a good question. And that is, how do you think running has actually improved your life? Because, and for you, you, it's like you can remember yes. when you didn't. Run. Yes. You can Correct. Remember. So, um, what do you think the most I, important I, stuff would be?
1: Well, for me, I've actually, I was always the tall, skinny kid. So, running, I've actually put on 14 kilos since I've been oh, wow. a runner. <laughs> um, so, I've actually put on weight, uh, which is one thing I've always wanted to, do, never been able to go to gym and all those things. But running, finally, I mean, to put on weight. Um, I think um, there's lots of things that's improved. Running's improved. I, I think, um, having a, having a very close knit, which I, I did while I was climbing, but while I was at home with kids and, mm-hmm. and just focusing on work, I didn't have that, you know, that, that I had a few close friends, but I, I didn't have that community again of people mm-hmm. around me. Um, so now I've got a community of people that get what you're talking about. You know, yeah. uh, you know, I was walking the dog the other day and I run into one of my running friends and we, we stopped for a chat. And you can have conversations you wouldn't just have your normal friends about different right. things. So it it is good running to create a, a safe place to, to have a conversation about those things that we do. Yeah. Um, uh, I guess fitness wise, yeah, I I went from not being able to run like literally 100 meters to you know being able to run 50 kilometers, um, and, and that sense of achievement flows across the other things that you do. You go well. Mm-hmm. I can set a goal. I can do something that's totally uncomfortable. I, I can do things that take a bit more effort and um, you know, I, I can set myself a goal and mentally and physically I can, my, my body can achieve things that I didn't think possible. So um, yeah, running, running touches, you know, so many different aspects of your life. It's just not running. You know, I think it's that mental um, fitness that, that comes with it too.
0: That kind of empowerment. I don't know. I know you were talking about that um, like, uh, running uh, high thing that is flow state yeah. that. And yes. I remember the first time that I had that and I was running to work 20 kilometers yes. away, which just seemed ridiculous. Yes. And the sun was coming up. I was looking over the Tama river up into the mountains on the other side. And I just felt like I could run forever. And, yeah. and I often think it's that empowerment that, that I feel like if I can take myself from home to work 20 kilometers yes under my own steam, not even a bike, let alone a car, yes. then um, well, can't you do? So there's that sense of um, yeah. at least in my 20s, that's how I felt. And I think I,
1: well, I still feel that. But I think that's and what's I, given to me. Yeah, definitely. And I think it's also being part of, you know, a couple of different clubs is to see um, new people come in um, mm-hmm. and, and you're starting with new people and running and you're out there on their first day of running in different sessions with them. Um, and just the encouragement you provide to other people and see them go on their running journey. You know, there, there's a lot to be had for um, that sense of of being part of a community, but also helping that community and going, you know what, my little bit that I do to hopefully inspire and, and help other runners to see them grow and develop um, in, in anything else that they want to achieve is also you know, a great thrill for me, you know, that those, those people where I, you know, I remember still remember a couple of friends on the first long run, you know, running out with them um, and then to see them go on and, and, and run their first marathons, et cetera, you know, it's quite a thrill.
0: It's like, wow, that's awesome. Yeah. I, remember, I remember when. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right. So one of the things to wrap it up, which I ask everyone is what kind of tips would you have for someone who's just thinking, oh, I, I probably should start this. Doing something and running, my, maybe that seems like the easiest thing that I could do to get a little fitter. I mean, yeah, what should I do? What, what kind of tips would you give people just starting?
1: Yeah, um, just uh, have have small goals. Don't be too ambitious to go, I'm, I'm going to run fast and hard. Be comfortable that, you know, find a nice pace, find a nice distance and, and be comfortable that, you know, uh, most elite runners, they do most of their training at... at you know, um, a very slow pace, 80% or more of their training is at a very slow pace. So don't think you need to be running out and running hard. You're going to hurt yourself. So be very measured in what you do. You know, good pair of running shoes. Um, Have realistic goals. You know, be comfortable that you can build slowly. You know, we don't do any more than 10% week on week. So so very, very... um, um, Have a realistic plan with incremental goals. Um, Get yourself around a community of people. Yeah. um there's enough programs online you know download a free couch to 5k or couch mm-hmm. to 10k program and, and just build slowly um but one of the big things you know i've, I've heard and rely on is that when it gets hard is smile yeah. <laughs> and, and, and the smiling you know when when the when the session's getting tough or the distance or the speed or whatever else or you just had enough just try smiling and you'll find that all of a sudden your body will kind of go oh I'm in a better state um, and, and keep pushing through it. Just, feel, feel, you know, literally fool your body into, you know, thinking, hey, this is, we're having a good time. And um, and, and I think, um, um, I can't think of his name now, but um, you're the marathon runner, um, Eulett, um, um Kip, Kipchoge. Um, you'll see him has this grin, you know, on his yeah. face and, and he smiles the whole time. He tries to smile through the pain, you know, oftentimes. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's that same thing I'd say, you know, when it gets hard, smile. Um yeah
0: i love that tip that's great i might steal that that's <laughs> really good. because it's true and in fact i think that's a tip you can have in life that can be a life tip as well
1: oh, but certainly uh, most with running, definitely yeah, yeah 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 definitely
0: i love that just smile it's really hard to feel miserable when you're smiling
1: a <laughs> uh, like- thousand percent it's so true
0: no, that's cool anyway is there anything else about running that you would like to share before we close off darren
1: oh I. I think we've covered so much. Um, you know, I, I, I I could talk for hours, literally um, this, I mean, there is so many things to talk about, you know, but, um, you know, um, I would say, you know, um, just enjoy it. You know, don't, don't push yourself too hard. Be comfortable. Um, go do some races. They're exciting. You know, um, I I think a lot of people don't enter races because they're fearful that everyone there is an elite, Mm -hmm. you know, there is people there that'll walk the whole distance, um, so, but there's nothing like surrounding yourself in a community of other people who are just out to to, to have a run and um, so so go enter some races and, and and go enjoy being around other people and, and um, yeah, enjoy the journey.
0: Tick off some goals.
1: Absolutely, <laughs>
0: create some first, then tick them. Correct, <laughs> correct. That's it. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I really appreciate the time you've spent with us, Darren. It's been awesome. In fact, the things that you've uh, you said today. I could tick pretty much all of them and say, yeah, that's, well, that's fantastic. That's uh, exactly what I'm thinking and how my running has been for me as well. So um, it is, you know, we've never met, but it it feels like we know each other really well anyway. And it's through running as
1: we've talked lots
0: of times about the community that is running, whether you are living next door or you're living, you know, in another state or even in another country we have that that connection uh and
1: and and, and i will finish with a a small story you just you just prompted me then um i had end of last year i got a message from someone on instagram to say um uh, thank you i've just completed my first half marathon there in the in the u.s um and it was your running story and and your ongoing journey that inspired me to 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 run, to, to believe that I could set a goal to run my first half marathon, and it was just this, this crazy, this, this, this one. You know, it was a Monday, it was Sunday over there, so it was a Monday here. I got this random message just saying thank you for for inspiring me, and I'd never met this person. They were just someone in my Instagram page who followed my journey and thought, you know, what if he can do it, I can do it. Um, and within a and within a day, I got another um, message from someone else who. Once again, totally random, but whatever was going on in the world, within two days, um, two people reached out um, with another thank you going, you know what, you probably don't hear it enough, but I watch you on Facebook and your journey and the things that you do and say, and um, I just want to thank you for giving me inspiration to go running and, and what I've achieved out of running. And I go, wow, that was something I'd never, I've never set a goal to, to help inspire or, or tell someone in the US to go run a marathon or a half marathon, et cetera. But these people, you know, took something from my from what, what I do um, and inspired them to go and do something. So I go, that's a, yeah, that, that was a great feeling to go, you know, you, you can reach people from the other side of the planet.
0: Just little, just little things as well. Yeah. Thank you, internet. <laughs> yes. <indeed. laughs> Positive yeah, yeah. things the internet could do. Correct. So I guess if anybody wants to go find you on Instagram, or do they just look up your name? Is that how they would connect with you on Instagram? Yes, yes,
1: yeah. I think I think my Instagram at the moment is is Facebook and Instagram are private Um, mainly because just yeah, Yeah. just people. Um, But yeah, Yeah. Darren Manson on um, on Facebook, (laughs) and obviously, I think Manson Darren, I am on on um, Instagram, but yeah i'm the guy in the running shirt so you know <laughs> shouldn't um, be too hard to find <laughs> yeah exactly
0: they so want to connect with another runner yeah, yeah, out there somebody who can yeah. help inspire them along the way so you certainly inspired me today um lucky i've already thanks been for michelle. a run today so i don't need to get out <laughs> of go so. again otherwise i feel like i should yeah yeah nice it's been, it's been awesome all right i'll uh, i'll finish this recording and we are now friends so i'll be in touch soon thanks, thanks michelle Thank you for listening to the FitMind fit Body podcast. For a bunch of resources to help you get and stay fit, head over to the website, fitmindfitbody.co, and I'll see you there. I'll also be back here once a week. Bye.